Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series in small business sustainability. We're here in Norco, California today where we're interviewing a guest who's gonna help us grow our businesses, have that breakthrough we need so we can have the business that's the rock star of tomorrow. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we're celebrating small businesses for big breakthroughs. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Michael Anderson, the owner of Rockstars of Tomorrow. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you for having me. Very happy to be here. For visitors who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? My name is Michael Anderson, and I'm the founder of Rockstars of Tomorrow. It's a musician's academy, and we teach kids and all aspiring musicians of all ages how to be a rock star. Now, Visioneers, if you've been following Small Business Celebration for a while, you know that part of the way that I, that I actually went to university and paid for university was by being in the marching band. And I can tell you this, after walking through this facility, if this had existed 20 plus years ago, I would have had a totally different musical life. This, this place is cool. I mean, you've got the stage, you've got the practice rooms, you've, you've got everything is, everything is dialed in in here. What, explain to Visionary Nation how this came about and what's going on. This, this is awesome. Yes, uh, you know, it was a big deal for us when we created this place right. to create a space that was extremely creative. It, uh, it, 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 we want you to walk into the fairy tale. When you're mm. a child or a new musician that says one day, I want to play guitar or play drums, right. you get this vision in your head and we wanted to match that vision. So it wasn't going to be white walls in some small box <laughs> with a teacher. It was going to be literally the Disneyland, so to say, right. of music studios. You're, like I said earlier, you're walking into the fairy tale. Now, class, let's start off the B flat major scale. <laughs> no, this that's not the that's case here. That's not us. No. How does that process work for the student? So we. Uh, we, we believe that there is a lesson in every song. Mm. You are motivated by the music you like and right. the goals you like. I don't care what that is. It could be any style of music, anything you want. But songs have chords and rhythms and, and structures. And, and we teach you through that. So you're literally counting the minutes to your next lesson. It's super important. If you're having fun, we're having fun, and you want to keep coming back for more. So you have the student that is counting the minutes. They're, get, they're all excited after their first 12th, 100th lesson and whatnot, and they find the next song that they want to learn. Part of the process is also figuring out how to do additional legitimate musician music. So, yeah, obviously a big part of playing music is being able to make the chords or play with the proper technique so it right. sounds good because right. sound is obviously very important and it, it's it, it's honestly it's hard work right. it there's there's a trust between you and your instructor right and once you get that intact then you you are inspired and motivated by that person to to try harder right. not to mention you're in an environment where there's a lot of other kids your age or adults that look and act just like you and you see them working on the stuff in their lesson rooms or at performance and you know that they started where you're at at this moment. And so it gives, it gives you inspiration and, and, and drive. 
For visioneers who are seeing this on YouTube, this is going to be a stretch of a question, but uh, you're a musician yourself. I am. What do you play? I play guitar. Did you do it professionally? I was a touring musician. Really? And I, uh, I got the chance to play across the country and other countries for that matter and played guitar often with with great people right just never got to that point where it was like it was you know controlling paying my mortgage so oh, to say oh sure and, right, right. and i wanted to take control of my mm. future it was very important to me right. that that i was going to be the one in charge of of, of what i was doing where i was going right so i uh you know i don't know if it was a, a direct move to start what i was doing but i definitely started teaching guitar because it's what i love is music right, right. start teaching guitar to my home and that gave me time to think and to plan, but it also created this. This was a spawn of that. And this happened, I don't want to say by accident, right. but this all came from that. And it wasn't like I sat down and wrote down this business plan right. to do this. I'm literally, and even in some moments right now, riding a wave. Right, it's sure. It's exciting. So you're one of those business owners that, you know, this might be a fun idea. And then it started to grow and grow. And now you got to the point where you're franchising this business. Are you still in a position where you're going, scratching your head, going, I have no idea where I'm going. <laughs> I know exactly where I'm going right now. <laughs> I, am, I am working very hard to get there. Right. But I, uh, I, I do take chances. You know, risk reward, I believe in that. Right. You know, I fall flat on my face all the time, but I do believe in falling forward. Mm. So making a mistake to me is, is an opportunity. Right. And whenever I, I, I do that, I make sure I gain three new steps because of that. And so it was very important for me to do that. I also watch what other people are doing. Right. You know, a great, you know, think, you know, I guess a great part of that is, or thing that I identified right. was when the pandemic happened. Mm. A lot of small businesses uh, did this. Right. You know, and, and yeah, kind of yeah. like, you know, oh right. my gosh. And, and, and I saw that. And, and for us, we doubled down. Nice. We doubled down and, and made some big changes in the business and, and improvements on what we're doing. And it's paying off. One of the things that's really neat about this, and, and Visioneers, we are here in Norco, California, which is where all this started. It is. This, we're in the flagship studio right now. And this is part of the romanticism yes. of rock and roll. And walk us through this because you, you've put in a lot of work and a lot of effort to create the mystique. In fact, we're here, there's a stage right behind you with the drum kit and the keyboards and it's an elevated stage with microphones and lighting and the whole nine yards. How did you go through and put together, you know what, this is what students are looking for. When I started this business, we yeah. started it in my living room of my home. Okay. And my home was very gothic. Oh, <laughs> sure, know? right. So my wife and I have a fairly dark uh, design eye, we'll say. Right. And, uh, and so, but people would come in, it wasn't your typical home, but people would come in, families right. and parents, and they'd be, wow, look at this place. This is, you know, very different. It's not country kitchen by right, any means. Sure, it's right. Disneyland Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Complete with the gravestones oh, out in front. Yeah. Why, not? Why not? Why <laughs> not? There might be lightning hitting my house, you know, all day long. Right. 
But we would, um, when we opened up our first brick and mortar studio, right. my wife and I sat there and, and, and we were, well, hmm, what do we make this look like? And immediately we said, well, let's make it look like the house. So mm. we took that element and put it into our business. I mean, we literally put coffee tables inside of our lesson rooms. Nice. We would look at other music schools uh, doing what we're doing and go the opposite direction. We'd go mm. a full 180 on that. And it was important to us to do that. And, and then it kind of became this very vintage, eclectic place where you could come here a thousand times and still find something different. I love that about that. It's kind sure. of a mystery. It makes right. it a little mysterious. And like you said, it's very romantic right. you know, to that. Um, you know, if you were to really describe it, picture a, a famous musician, top of the ladder guy right. who, who, who toured the entire world that you watch as a kid right. and is still performing on stage today. And whatever's in their head, it's like collections of things they collected right. their entire life. This is where it sits. And, and that's kind of what rock stars of tomorrow feels like. Visioneers, when we come back, we're going to be talking about something incredibly important, and it comes to dealing with franchises, because this is something that Michael Anderson is absolutely knocking out of the park. He is growing like gangbusters, and there's a lot of business owners like you who are wanting to do the same, but you can't figure out how do you find the right location. But before we do that, if Visioneers want to get in touch with you, Michael, how do they do that? Great. So obviously our website is rockstarsoftomorrow.com and me personally is michael at rockstarsoftomorrow.com. I am very easy to get a hold of and I will return that message and get in touch with you right away. I love talking to people. Social media? Social media. You can find us uh, on, at, it's actually at rockstarsoftomorrow.com and you'll find us at that. And we have all our other locations. We'll, we'll go over that later. And Visioneers, if you like Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify. And when we come back, we're going to talk about location, location, location. When we come right back. The winter season is rapidly approaching. But are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clareau Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clareau Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clareau Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClareauTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clareau Tire at 661-324-6069 today. I'm here with Michael Anderson, the founder of Rockstars of Tomorrow. And our visionary question comes from Carlos, who asks, we are looking to open a second location in another city from where we are. What have you done to find the right location for your business? And this is apropos because you're franchising everywhere. Right, absolutely. But before I franchised, right. it was important to me to have this second location ah. because I knew franchises would, would expand to multiple locations. Right. And I wanted to be able to answer all those questions ah. from my experience rather sure. than guessing what it's like to own another company. Obviously, you know, can I be in two places at once? Right. You know, is it, is it exactly you know, twice as much work, you know, that kind of stuff. And so opening up that second location was, for me, mm -hmm. was the obvious, you know, we're gonna look at the, you know, the census and we're gonna look at all the, you know, the income levels and the trends of where families are moving. Right. Of course, you're gonna do that. And, right. and typically if, you know, if you have a business in a location right now and you're looking to expand to another city, 
you're probably looking at a city that you already know. You've probably already right, identified right, a city. Sure. It's not like you have a territory or a franchise in that location that you can't right. go to it. So you're going to move to a space that you already feel pretty good about. But I used that second location as a tool to learn. Mm. So I was willing to make the mistakes on my dime because it would be pretty bad if it was on someone else's dime at that point. When you were putting together the analysis and running the numbers, did you hire a firm to go through and help you find the right demographics of the areas that you wanted to go to? Or did you specifically leave the city, leave Norco, go someplace else, and try to find someplace similar to the, the location that you have here? Or, or what was that process like? So there was a, a moment where I would use other businesses, okay. businesses that I found that were not the same as my business, right. but maybe were family friendly, worked with kids, something like that for me, and I would look at where their locations were. Got it. For me, in this particular case, the move from one location to two was into an area that I had lived prior. It was the second location. Second location was Chino Hills. Okay, all right. And so we're in Norco, Chino Hills about 25 minutes from here. Right. I already knew the area and I knew that it would be a great space for us. So I had already done that work. Right. But yes, I would use other businesses as my as my tool to kind of see what did they do because they mm. probably hired that big firm right. they didn't have a lot of money right. to to pay a big firm to do this so sure. I had to rely on on you know the internet and websites that I trusted and other businesses and what kind of growth they used. You've grown to Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. You have grown to Dallas. Mm -hmm. You're opening up a location in Florida. Well, we're talking to okay. uh, customers. We have tentative prospects right now. Now, last time I checked, um, you don't have a personal jet just to jump on and fly to Florida yet. <laughs> I yeah. do. It's called American Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> so at some point, you have to be able to sit there and go, okay, I know what worked in Norco. I know what worked in Chino Hills. Vegas is a drive. Dallas is a bit further. Right. <laughs> you know. How did you figure out the system to go, okay, these are the kinds of income levels, these are the kinds of businesses, these are the kinds of things I'm looking for? There was a point after we had, you know, after we kind of figured a lot of stuff out, right. and I'm going to back up here. In my prior job, I worked with um, a franchise. Specifically, I watched this location go from one to a thousand locations oh, wow. and, and, and we did a lot of marketing for them nice. and I would go to their conventions and I would do stuff and it was, I mean there were so many people at these events, right. you would be like, feel like you're walking to a major concert and these guys would walk on stage and it would be cheers and hands in the air All right. and I'm like, I'm the musician, what are these guys <laughs> doing, how does this work, what are you talking about? And I was just sitting there in awe and not even realizing how much that resonated with me right. that I, um, that's kind of the driving force that made me want to franchise my business. And when it became, when I decided I wanted to franchise this, it was, how do you do it? Right. What do you do? What are all these steps? Right. Lots of questions, lots of, uh, you know, talking to people and colleagues and getting uh, advice. Very important. Yes. yes. I would, I would reach out to everybody I could. I would try to set up meetings even with this company that, that we, we helped launch. Right. I ultimately brought somebody into my, into my world who practically moved in with me. Nice. About two years. Wow. This person sat there with a clipboard, followed me around, my shadow, literally everything I did, asking me questions. Sure. What are you doing? 
What are you doing right now? Why are you doing it? Tell me more about it. Brilliant. What are you going to do next? Document, document, document. And they did this and they took notes and notes and notes. And they started putting together the systems, mm. the processes, the strategic planning. Right. Everything that went into that was here right. is now here. So I knew it would help us grow. So for me to move this into another state or teach somebody right. how we do what we do. Right. I, I literally went from teaching somebody how to play guitar, right. you know, teaching a kid how to play guitar, a guitar, right. to teaching a entrepreneur how to start a business. Right. And, and so it's still a form of education, but I had it all documented and I was able to show them, here's what you got. I don't have all the answers. Right. I'm going to make a ton of mistakes. <laughs> sure. You know, but I know how to get the answers. And I think that's the important part. And so and I'm able to, to find those answers when, when we're not quite sure about something. And I'm always documenting, always documenting stuff. So if I start something new or have an important phone call that's you know, got some valid information that I need to know, right. what, is this, what is this system like? What am I doing right now? Why am I doing it? Document that stuff so I can always fall back on it and then repeat it. One of the things for long-term success of any business, whether you have one location or a thousand locations, is you, you promote, you've got the customer that comes in, and every once in a while you'll have a customer that isn't quite satisfied and isn't quite very happy with this. And one of the challenges is that some people will take a look at somebody like you with the beard and the tattoos and sit there and go, Anything outside of the rock and roll world would be unacceptable. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and yet, this is something that's apropos to every business owner. Yes. Yes. It, it, I, I know where you're going with this question. Right. And it's, it was maybe a crutch, okay. but also a launch pad mm. for me. Right. You know, having the tattoos especially. Now, keep in mind, I waited until... I was doing music for a living right. till I got this. I mean, the day that I opened up my studio and, and did not work for anybody else, right. my wife made my appointment to get my tattoos. <laughs> honey, Here you go. <laughs> honey, congratulations. You've, you've had a successful business. Time to get inked. <laughs> it's exactly. I mean, almost to the T. <laughs> so, but, but that was, you know, yes, there's a credibility factor in what I do, right. but it's also a he can do it, I can do it kind of a thing. Right. I've had to work really hard to get to where I am. I know everybody does and everybody has their story. Sure. But I was in a, a world, a business world, dealing with people all the time. Right. And for me to get ahead, I had to go that extra mile. So I learned pretty quickly the importance of customer service, doing what you say you're going to do, look people in the eye when you talk to them, speak clearly, all that kind of stuff. Confidence. Confidence right. is key. Right. Confidence is key to right. everything. It really is. And, and, and to have all that and to do it day after day after day was, was pretty critical and important to my growth. I am super comfortable now going into a corporate meeting with corporate executives wearing a short sleeve shirt, so be it, right. and talk to these guys about business. I'm dealing with people now on a franchise level who are gonna spend, spend hundreds of thousands of dollars and commit themselves to my brand and my idea. And I, am, I have no problem doing it. But it's that, it's that customer service, you, you need to believe in me. I believe in you you'll believe in me, and that's how that works. What are the other lessons that you've learned, and one that a lot of business owners have a rough time with, is delegation. 
<laughs> Delegation, yes. <laughs> and we'll talk more about that when we come right back. The reason we're talking with Michael Anderson today, the founder of Rockstars of Tomorrow, is because of the financial support that comes from visioners just like you through our Patreon page. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration and get bonus content, bonus material that you can use to have to break through your business needs. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration and pick one of the tiers that can help you grow a strong and profitable business. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration today. I'm here with Michael Anderson, the founder of Rockstars of Tomorrow, and our visioner question comes from Louie who asks, I'm becoming overworked, but I'm afraid that it's going to take more time than it's worth to teach someone else to do the same <laughs> task. Is there a way around this? <laughs> you gotta do it. Okay. I can't even stress that enough. I, uh, that was probably one of the hardest things for me was, mm. was Delegating. Okay. Delegation is uh, is not that easy, unfortunately. Right. Because exactly the reason right there, you're going to spend as much time showing somebody how to do it as right. it would have taken you to do it, if not faster, for you to do it yourself. Right. But I definitely believe that if you teach a man to fish, he'll never go hungry in his life, and that's exactly what this is. It's that it's that investment, and more than that, when you delegate. I have found you are actually handing trust over to somebody. Mm. And when you hand that trust over, right. they work harder for you and you get more done and they get better at it and you give them more stuff and it just becomes an easier thing. So it's, to me, it's, it's one of the most important things. They used to call me micromanage. <laughs> Boo! Boo! You know, that, that's a, you know you're in trouble when you hear that. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't think I was doing it, but apparently I was. Right. And now I can't delegate fast enough. Mm. And so it's important to me, almost to a fault. So I got to maybe slow that down a little bit. But, you know, I am trying to find out, you know, you hear this all the time, but stay in your lane right. and identify who's good at what right. and task them with that from you. As an entrepreneur like me, you're probably spinning a hundred plates. I right. mean, you're looking for more plates to spin right. and it gets difficult because you drop those plates and it gets pretty messy. So you want to hand those off to people who have that specific lane. How do you discern what to hand off to somebody else and what you need to hold on to yourself? That goes back to staying in your lane. I know specific things that I'm really good at, okay. and I try to keep those things intact, uh, you know, to me because I know I can get that those things handled. Right. Now there are things that you know that maybe I shouldn't be doing. I have a good friend, successful business guy, who would always say, "Michael, you're always picking up cigarette butts in the parking lot." Right, sure. <laughs> and yeah. that's like. Oh my gosh, you're right. Okay, get rid of that. Right, <laughs> sure. that. Right, right. I don't need that. But there's also, to me, there's a there's a sense of getting dirty with your guys. Right. When you do the work and you're not afraid to do the work and your team sees you doing the work and you're doing it with them, right. there's a whole nother layer of trust and, and acceptance that happens there. You get so much out of your team. We got an unbelievable team here. And I have to believe a lot of that is from these kinds of trusting things that we do and my learning of how to delegate properly and get stuff off my plate. I'm more effective and so are you because you're doing a job that you feel is worthwhile uh, and it's usually a higher task and I'm doing a job. I can focus more on the things that, that I think I need to focus on. When you're not here, and you're not traveling across the country opening up other franchises. Right. What do you like to do for fun? 
travel. (laughs) (laughs) When I'm not traveling, you got all those American Airlines miles stacked up, right? (laughs) Absolutely. No, I, I, you know, there is, this is a song and dance, you know, no pun intended, but you really need to find the balance between enjoying life and work. I mean, Mm -hmm. what's the point of working so hard if you're not going to go out and enjoy life? Play hard and work hard. That's that, that's kind of what I try to live by. It's important. So travel for me and my wife, right. we love it. The definition of travel, is that traveling to Yosemite? Or is that traveling to Bangor, Maine? Or is that traveling out of country? That's all of the above. So, okay. Yeah, we love international travel. Uh, we love seeing other countries and cultures. It's important. We Why love is that? to, you know, you learn a lot. You learn a lot about about us as a society right. and yourself. Okay. And some countries do it okay. Right. And some countries make you feel really bad <laughs> about man. I need to do better. You know? If you've ever been to Japan, uh, and I'm see going how there. Cl- oh, it's how I'm clean going. it is. Yeah. Yes. Yes, no, Japan is probably one of the one places that really make you rethink the way you do things. Right. Because they're extremely polite. Customer service is off the charts. Right. I mean, here's a, here's a country where you will buy something and there is no rush. Right. This thing will be wrapped up. It'll be presented to you very nicely. And that person will walk you out of the, out of the, the shop. Right. And wave bye to you until you are out of sight. Right. You know, it's like, hmm, imagine if we did stuff like that here. So anyways, you see it and you see how you feel from it. Right. And it's like, I want to incorporate this kind of behavior in my own place. And so it, I think travel is great. You really well round yourself. How has this travel and the things beyond what you just spoke about affected your business? Um, it ha- travel has given me, uh, it's allowed me to relax. Mm. So that's a, back to the work hard, play hard. Right. You know, you, you, uh, you know, you, you know that you put the time in and you have the ability now to go and do some things as a reward right. and you have to reward yourself for your hard work. Mm. Uh, again, you know, I wake up on Sundays going, what am I going to do today? Right. You know, and it, it's, uh, sometimes I have to like, okay, stop. I need to just relax and enjoy my Sunday and go, you know, do something with the dogs and the wife and, and go visit the grandbaby, you right. know, stuff like that, you know, is, is what's important. But travel has definitely, um, given you that, that, that ease or giving me that ease, you know, to, to know, you know, you have something to look forward to. Right. Whenever, you know, if, if you, if you work and you don't have anything on the horizon, this goes with anything, always have something that you're shooting towards right. or for, and that could be a vacation or that could be a business goal. But as long as you always have something that you're driving towards, I think it, it, uh, it keeps you motivated. Then you get there and you accomplish something. What makes you wake up every morning and open your business? I'm a creative person. Mm-hmm. I I love to create. I love to add value. Mm. Um, as an entrepreneur, you have the ability to change and do things and see the results of those things that you think of and to do. To me, that's a form of creativity. Right. And but it also, it moves mountains, it pushes the needle, it does all those things for your business. And you, you know, sometimes they don't work, sometimes they do, but you have that. And it, I, I think to me, that's my driver and my motivator. I want to, 
I love the creativity process of what, of what I'm doing. I'm not just talking about like writing songs, stuff like that. I'm talking about the creativity and changing someone's life, adding value, uh, inventing a new program, uh, inspiring a franchise or, or somebody you know, to, to, to do something. It's, uh, it has, it has a, a really big impact. You know? And, and, you know, to me, to get to where I'm at right now, it wasn't just a, you know, whistling Dixie right, <laughs> you know, to get to here. It was, right, right. it was a lot of falling down and a lot of figuring stuff out. And, and there, yeah, there's moments where I would wake up and I didn't want to do that. You feel defeated. Right. And, and uh, it, it's, it, it's important to, for me, you know, to, to that, that creative outlet, knowing that I can come up with something and change what I'm doing and, uh, and see its, its, its results. That, that's a, a big driver for me. Michael, this has been a privilege. Thank you for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Thank you so much. I had a great time. If visionaries want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? So they can reach me at michael at rockstarsoftomorrow.com. That's the easiest way. Right. You can also find us at rockstarsoftomorrow.com. That's our website. Or just at rockstarsoftomorrow. Find us on all social media platforms. And I'll be right back with my final thought. The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clarou Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClarouTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. What you didn't know, you did. Recently here at Small Business Celebration, we brought on a brand new team member and we were having a conversation a couple weeks ago and she asked me a very specific question about a very specific aspect of a very specific process that we do here at Small Business Celebration. And her question took me aback because I've been doing this for five years. Of course I know how this goes. The problem is, She's only been here a couple weeks. Of course she doesn't know. Now, one of the things that Michael Anderson talks about in this episode, and Tim Murphy in last week's episode also talked about, is that in order for their business to grow, they need to have a, all their systems written down. So they hired somebody to come in and follow them around for two or three months, writing down every single system, every single process that that owner did plus what their employees did and created a big thick binder that described all of this. Why? Well, in order to grow their businesses, they need to be able to delegate that information, those systems, those processes onto other people and future employees, therefore too. And as I was having this conversation with a business owner friend of mine the other night, we both came to the conclusion that even though our businesses are growing, we're kind of not big enough yet to be able to hire somebody to do that. And in true Gemini fashion, we came to the realization we really can't afford not to either. After all, 
when you hire a new employee, they're gonna be the first ones to ask you what you did that you didn't know you did. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Michael Anderson, the founder of Rockstars of Tomorrow, and I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. And we'll see you here again next week as we celebrate another small business making a big breakthrough. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.